1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Good morning, everybody. One of those mornings, you just can't get your head around technology. Gremlins left and right, whatever. Um, so I apologize for the uh, the lack of uh, cool graphics. I'm having all kinds of computer issues. But I think I got it worked out for the most part. But it's one of those days. So you can see me. You can hear me. That's all that matters. I can hear you. I wasn't able to hear anyone for the last like hour. So I can hear Joel. I can hear Dennis. Okay, we're gonna get the show on the road. Welcome to pre-market prep, Spencer, Joel, Dennis. Uh, by the dip is the theme of today's show. Uh, we'll talk about uh, AT&T, Verizon. We'll talk about Kirovak, We'll talk uh, Fastenal. They had earnings this morning. We'll take questions from our chat. Michael Pachter should be joining us. I, I hope he's joining us um, this morning. It would be great. He's on. He's on the schedule. I reached. I emailed him to confirm and Didn't hear back, but I, I, I he should be joining us at eight thirty-five. Um, regardless. What you should be joining is the Pre-Market Prep Saturday Extravaganza. This Saturday, can you believe it? October 16th, 9 to 1230, premarketprep.com. I'll say it again, premarketprep.com to sign up and attend. And then once you sign up, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, you get the recording, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so you don't even have you get to get it
3: live, and then you do get the recording afterwards, too. So if you can't be there at that time, no big deal. You will get the recording of the event afterwards as well. We're doing this, is, and again, and a lot of people have been asking because it's labeled number two, do we have to do number one? Is there a prerequisite? There is not. So the stuff we're talking about is different topics, and we're getting, diving deep into relationship based trading we're talking about how i trade market neutral we're talking about all the strategies you know that i do on a regular basis a lot of stuff you know when we're talking on this show we give you ideas we give you different strategies we're going to dive deep into some of these relationship based strategies that i talk about a lot on the show
2: not so much about hey here's a trade for monday but about hey here's all education right it's all education this is about
3: teaching you how to fish not giving you a fish uh-huh. This is teaching you how to fish.
2: And if you attend, you'll be fed for a lifetime. Oh, uh, we okay. don't guarantee that. <laughs> yeah. right. We will
3: feed you some fish. <laughs>
2: we'll feed you some strategies, anyways.
3: All and right. hopefully, some of those strategies can make your own. You know, maybe you can just take them and employ them, but maybe
4: you can turn around and make them your own. All right. And I also uh, believe there's an option on there that um, if you want to get to uh, the first event, uh that you got that I believe i had uh my web guy put on there you can pay instead of paying uh the full price you could add a 20 bucks and you can get the first event too Then you get both then then you get both and you're you're living yeah. but uh yeah dennis like um today also like when i mean we talk about this stuff all the time but like like today when we're going through the show you know make sure that you know stuff that's related to what you're going to be talking about. The same for me. I will talk about it just to point it out, uh, to give you a little example. Uh, let me run through the numbers here. And then I'm to, Dennis, I want to talk to you about yesterday. What, a, I don't know what word to describe it, but um, let's just talk what the now. The now is up. We're four and a half at 55 and a half. The s and P's is way off the low by the dippers. We're out there overnight low 17 a quarter that high 59 and a half doesn't mean anything to me because the way we we just ripped down to that area yesterday crude up 32 cents 8084 gold waking up up 590 at 17 6160 silver down seven cents 2259 Bitcoin taking a little breather. Down 440 at 57,550. And Ethereum futures, they're in the red too. Ethereum gold kind of has a mind of its own up here, down 79.75 at 34.62. So, triple D, we had a lower open. Yeah. We came back. We were nicely green, right? Yeah. And then we came down, then we took out the pre market low. And we went substantially red. I was looking back through the days. I, I don't know when the last time that we took out both the – pre. you know, we had a pretty big range overnight. We took out the pre-market low. You see
3: that? Show it, show it yeah, to us.
4: Right. Yeah, yeah, we took out the pre-market high and the pre-market low. Probably best illustrated here on the 60-minute chart. This is actually where the session started here. I will put an arrow in there to make it a little bit easier. This is where we were at 6 p.m., you know, last uh, that would be Sunday night for our Sunday night traders. We came down, we made a low, and we hipped and hopped and beat and bopped, and then caught a bit off the open, matched wow. Friday's high to the tick, right? So things were looking pretty good. Forget about the bad jobs number. We matched the high right there, right there, 0775. And then we come down, we take out the pre-market. You know, you're not supposed to take out the pre-market low after you take out the pre-market high. Well, we call them, and then you know, obviously we settled at. Uh, we ended up settling right here at fifty-one. They tagged it a little bit after hours and not right back up, so it's consolidating market. But wow, what a large consolidation range! Just getting ready for Q three Q three earnings. You think or uh, what's on the market's mind?
3: I don't know. Um... I'm just yeah. looking at the, and I'm I'm looking at the chat here, so I'm doing two things at once here. I just want to go back to the event for a second. Some people are saying they they were at the first event and the recording expired, and the Zoom recording expired. If you were at the first event, reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at Triple D Trader. We have a YouTube recording of the event. I sent it to like a hundred people. No, that, I, well, yeah. I know, but there's there was a hundred and four. There was forty people that did probably didn't get it. So I'm there was two people already in the chat that said they did not get the YouTube recording. So um, maybe they me. didn't know to reach out.
4: Email right. to me. Yeah. yeah set... you can
3: email Joel. Joel, can you, will you give your email? I don't know if you give your email. Joel,
2: Joel at Benzinga. How about that? Joel at yeah. Benzinga. Joel email Benzinga Joel at Benzinga.
3: Benzinga if you signed up and we do check it. So if you signed up, use the email that you signed up with. We'll check it. If we did, we will send you the recording. So you will you do get the recording because the Zoom one expired, but there's a YouTube one that we also did of it. And everybody, like you said, you sent out to about 100 of the the people. And we had, I believe, 140. So 40 people that maybe don't have it yet. If you signed up, reach out to Joel. So that's our housekeeping. Back to the markets. It's chop and slop and buy the dip and sell the rip on a crazy amount of (laughs) – of trading here because this is just the way this market is working here right now it is a contrarian market until further notice we've been talking about it for i feel like three months straight it continues to work you get the market with no memory that doug Cass calls it um which is exactly what we have right now um so i think you just keep looking at this and you're getting just like we said i'm not chasing three days ago because you'll get another chance well lo and behold here we are overnight they give you another chance again so keep Fading the moves is what I'm doing. I'm fading every single move, meaning I'm selling rips, and buying dips. Not chasing. That's yeah. the type of market that we're in. Not 2020. You're not in Kansas anymore. In
2: in in everything, or is there different groups? Well, not of my stock... long-term
3: portfolio, no, but in my not, trading that's not, that's portfolio. Not I, meant.
2: I, I meant in all kinds of stocks. Or every you...
3: it's working in everything. Okay. It really is. I mean, even you know the banks were all lifting yesterday. They all give it back. I mean. Oil has been running. Yes, you know, if you've been trend following or has been working in oil stocks, they have been moving up. It was a wicked reversal day yesterday, though, though for it. So, you know, do you see where you have a day where ExxonMobil is opening up and then closes week? I mean, it's a crowded trade now, too. And again, you've got to look at this and say, hey, do I want to be buying ExxonMobil now? 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 13 trading days ago, we were 54 bucks. Now we're $62. If you do the quick math, that's 15% in 13 trading days. It's too much, too fast. So are you going to pull in? Do you get another chance? This market is the kind of market that seems to give you another chance. If I got ExxonMobil back in the 58 area for a trade, I'd probably strike. But that's what you got to be doing. You've got to be trading it differently than you did last year. Because I get traders reaching out to me all the time. They're really struggling in this environment. And it's because they're probably doing a lot of breakouts. Breakouts are failing all over the place. You know, maybe they're doing, you know, trend following, they're doing different stuff. And in some stocks it's working, but in a lot of stocks it's not, it's choppy. So right now, like I've said, you get up in a stock and they're like, oh yeah, I'm doing really good. I get up five, 6% and then the stock gives it all back. You take the money when you got in this market, because this is the market that it's not going up 30, 40, 50%. It's not like 2020, the stocks aren't doing that. And like we were saying with the high tech growth stocks, they've been getting hammered for the simple reason that we talked about yesterday is that future earnings of of of, of uh, these high growth tech names are worth less in an inflationary environment. So you know you got to look at what's in favor, what's not in favor. Definitely, commodity trades are still in favor, but I'm not chasing. I'm looking to get into them on pullbacks.
4: And what do you think just says though, just about the overall market? I mean, it's a, it's a digestion period and the way we went down, I mean, that was crazy. Like, let's look at the upper right chart here. No such thing as a triple bottom. Well, we had a quad bottom, right? Then we had four inside days. I mean, you're never going to see that. The fourth day that it broke out, obviously, we had the big breakout. And now you're coming back into the area where you had the four inside ranges. I just think it's It's just decision time, and it, you know, it's, you know, maybe we're just, maybe this is just, uh, you know, the 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 doldrums. Maybe we're just gonna find a new trading range. Maybe you know, forty two hundred to forty four hundred, and that, you know, that could be a range for six, eight months, a year. Who knows? I think we've already found it. Yeah.
3: Bring up the I, IWM. Bring up the IWM. Oh, IWM has been in that
4: since February.
3: This this trading range has been phenomenal. And if you know if you're using a contrarian strategy, this is and what a contrarian strategy is. It's a it's it's a strategy that's fading moves. It's a strategy that's going the other way. The stock's up 3 4% they're selling. When the stock's down 3 4% they're buying. You're using those types of strategy on the IWM. You've been kicking ass and taking names. Because look at this range. Look at this IWM range for the last... You you said since February, we're talking like eight months here now, seven, eight months. It's just in a range. I believe it is consolidation to eventually go higher. I believe that you're going to start to see stocks eventually make new highs, like Spencer Israel was predicting. I'm still on his side. But it's not this type of environment that, okay, well, here we go. We're up 10%. We're going to go up another 10. It's like it goes up 10%. The money manager's like, okay, bank the coin. So and there and that's what you're seeing happen. And IWM is a, a fantastic example of how just range bound this market has really been.
2: I, I don't want to ignore I feel like Joel said the magic words off the top of the show, uh, and he said I think I think he said gold is getting off the mat or gold is waking up. I think we skipped right over that today. Did he say that? He did. He did say that. He went over the gold chart for 3 seconds and he said gold showing some life for gold getting off Maybe the matter. The something. Yeah, something. I feel like we talked about that like 20 minutes yesterday, and we just skipped right over it today. And I wanted to, I wanted to go back to that for just a second.
4: Because... Uh, I mean, it's 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 finding stuff, some. I mean, it's off the mat. It's like it's apparently it's got one foot. Okay. off the mat. I just don't but... want to lose sight. I don't want to lose sight. I don't know. It's just so. I, yeah,
2: but I mean, there's good. I sport. could get talked
4: into it. I could get me, talked me too. Into it.
2: Me too. Me too. That's like I mean, I'm...
3: you just think, and we were we we asked this chat. We were asking the chat, and I think everybody is still, you know lukewarm to gold here just because it has been performing in an environment should be performing but you look at the silver okay if you want to and again all trading is the setups right it doesn't matter even your own opinion doesn't really matter it's about just recognizing a setup and taking a swing at the pitch you know sometimes you foul them off sometimes you strike out sometimes you hit a home run i'm usually trying to hit a base hit because so if you're going for base hits, you're probably going to, you know, get on base a hell of a lot more often than if you're going for the fences like Rob Deere's style back in the 1990s. Deere, you always... So 2065, the low on the SLV. You got one, two, three, four lows in the same area. You got yesterday's low, 2088. You're hanging out here. You know what? You want to take a shot? You think silver is OK consolidating here to go higher? You go for it, and you stop yourself out under that twenty-sixty-five, and you're literally risking yourself like one and a half percent. You're not even risking very much. Could you get a Gil Morales undercut and rally and stop you out? Well, it does happen in this environment. Stops tend to get triggered in an environment where you've got a lot of chop and slop. So, in all likelihood, you probably get stopped out on it. But again, it means you know you can't just completely change all your strategies. You still have to have risk, and you still have to have to find you know, outs. Even though we're in an environment where it seems like you keep getting nailed that way. But I, I don't mind it. I don't mind the setup here on silver as a trade. And, you know, and from a longer term perspective, it should do well in an inflationary environment. It just hasn't. And that's why I don't own any silver and I don't, don't own any gold because it hasn't been performing when it's supposed to be performing. So I'm like, well, if it's not going to perform and we got inflation, you know, jumping up and, and obviously the Fed talking about tapering, eventually raising interest rates. I don't know when it's going to start performing. So that's why I'm hesitant here. I don't know, but what are your thoughts on gold and silver? I mean, there's a possibility. I mean, I got there. a little
4: bit. I'm just, it just, this harkens back to when we were talking about Rocket, right? Sure. And, and we are like, wow, man, what a great environment. You know, yeah, low wasn't interest. Performing. Yeah, and, you know, we thought, you know, it was going to go and it had that one Reddit day and now it's just, you know, it's just hanging out. So, man, just a lot of times, you know, when they don't go, when they should go, they don't go, you know? And then there's the odd the odd time, but uh, trading range for a long time, well defined risk. The thing with gold too is you kind of got to be in it to win it. It's kind of like the spooze. Like you're gonna you know wake up one morning, and it could go either way. It could be down sixty bucks, or it could be up sixty bucks. And then you'd be like, you, you just got to be. That's why I have a, a not even a couple percentage points in and, and gold. And I've had it for a long time, so I've I have a I have very good cost. You have some gold yeah the, yeah the gld i can't even how much of your
3: portfolio is not in even not in,
4: yeah i'd say i would say less than t- like two percent one two percent yeah, yeah, all, yeah. All,
2: all i wanted to do was just i just don't want to lose sight of this because if there is a catch-up trade i don't want us to miss it so i just let's, it, let's just. there is the
3: possibility for a gold and silver catch-up trade the possibility is there the, and, you know, and I'm hesitant. I haven't, a part of me could get talked into it. If the chat was like, you know, like talk me <laughs> into it. I can get talked into it gold and silver trying it here, you know, even as a swing trade here. And and James maybe puts it best. He says, it's hard to buy, but it makes some sense to buy it. And it does, you know, from a, like you get out, like we said yesterday, you can have a textbook and say, what do we buy in an inflationary environment? You're probably going to see gold and silver right near the top. So why, you know, it has performed? maybe it's crypto. Maybe that's what's you know the money is moving into, and I mean we've seen Bitcoin have a tremendous rally over the course of the last you know month or so when inflation you know has obviously talks have kicked up a, a notch about tapering as well. So I don't know if, if crypto is a new gold or not, but there is a setup here in gold and silver if you want. To try Mitch, it. Mitch, what's up? That. Mitch, what's I don't up? I
2: don't know too much about gold, but I think you got a better shot doing Gold Rush in Alaska than making money in gold stock.
3: <laughs> Mitch is giving the call. He says, forget about gold. <laughs> right. Move on is what he right. says. Move the show on. Nobody wants okay, to Okay, we, we'll
2: move the show on. I,
4: What's going on with
3: Facebook? That's Facebook. a good question because Facebook. it's getting hit to the tune of $3.50 here. What is the news on FB this morning?
2: Whoa, you're throwing me for a loop here. I
3: did um, see it dipping earlier. I got to go check my
2: news. No, um, nah, I don't see anything on facebook right now let me look around i didn't even notice okay do the technicals
3: I, on. I, yeah do do i
4: went you to do the technicals Just making a new low for the move yeah
3: you never <laughs> want to buy stocks making new lows on the move either this facebook has got obviously you know all of a sudden uh i don't know all of a sudden the technicals don't look that great but the tech the tech the tech trade's a little bit heavy too like i'm somewhat concerned about the tech trade i've talked about that yesterday
4: uh let's see here uh the former low of the move i mean i guess you're not completely blown it away but i believe it was in the 322 handle and where did you get to the other day i just took off the re- yeah it was 32270. so you're trading at 2188 so it's like it's not a total aberration but it just seems like something came out on it there's not much on the dailies here I I was looking at this I think there was maybe a couple lows at 316 317 but on this point you know you look on the monthlies there and if you wanna you know and I put this a while ago you know does it have a date with 300 and that you know I don't know. A lot of people didn't think it would see 300 when it almost made 400 in September. But someone's selling. Someone wants out. We'll see what that pre market low is and see if they're we having get service problems through. in a few Yeah, I,
2: I just, I, I was going to chime in here. What I mean, it, is. it looks like uh, on, da- on if you go to downdetector.com, com, there are some uh, users reporting outages. Uh Outage. yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. with Facebook. So. Are they
4: hitting Fastly too?
3: Probably. <laughs> No, they haven't, but that's a good call, Joel. If you search C-Major, it Fastly you see always again? takes it on the chin. Fastly I and, have a little fa- piece of that.
2: Fastly and Akamai. Uh, so Fastly also had earnings this morning, so it's not... Fastly uh, did? Oh, no, Fastenal. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm fast sorry. All. Yeah, Fastenal. Say, Fastly, I'm
3: sorry. I was like, oh. I'm sorry,
2: so. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um,
3: two very, two very similar names, yes. two very different companies. I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: so it looks like some adages being reported on Facebook, and that's that's what that's what's... Happening this—that's the news this morning. Uh, there's nothing else out on, on, on Facebook. So, but just te- technically, you guys are said it all right there. Um Do you want to talk about um, my Regeneron? Yeah. Adventures yes. yesterday. Yeah.
3: So okay. give us the details. Give us the update. Do you have a picture of you getting the Regeneron? Because I like that picture that you tweeted out.
2: Oh yeah, I do. Here, let me pull it up for you real fast. Uh, yeah, I got the Regeneron monoclonal antibody cocktail. Um, is, is it a cocktail? I don't know. Who, who decides whether it's a, I think cocktail, it's a cocktail, or, cocktail or not? I'm not sure who decides that. Not my kind of cocktail. Not, not mine. <laughs> not mine either. Well, it didn't taste that good? going to make me cough now. And <laughs> um, Thank you, Mitch. Sounds like it's um. working. <laughs> Dude, the more you make me laugh, the more I cough. Right, 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 right. it's not, it's not fun. Um, no, I'm selling so. my regeneron right now. <laughs> <laughs> joke, it was a joke. Was a joke. <laughs> so, all right, here's. Uh, it, was, it was very simple. I, I went there. You're in like one of those rooms where they give like you know dialysis or or, or chemo, whatever, same kind of style. Um, and you just sit there and you get you get it injected into your veins and. It, it, it took about I don't know an hour maybe like an hour 15 minutes um, maybe a little more and and that was it then you I um, don't feel like a million bucks no I don't feel any different and they said they said that people report that they do feel better I feel oh radio wayne look at that um i I don't feel any better but i I kind of have felt the same I for the past like three I kind of felt better over the weekend and I I haven't Really gotten better or worse? They said it, what it would it'll do is it'll it'll make it not so it doesn't get worse. But I I feel the same. I basically just have like a little bit of a cough that you just heard, yeah. um, and like a little bit shortness of breath only when I take really deep breaths though. Um, and that's basically and I have a feeling, I feel like I think like that's gonna be it for me for like this this I think is just how it's gonna be for me for a while for like a few weeks probably. Um, but other than that, I'm I mean I'm fine. I'm not even really congested or anything. Um, so I feel the same. You know, Ariel got it. She feels the same too. With her, it's so interesting how it affects people in different ways, right? Right. I mean, like, I I, I have it, it all in my chest. She has it all in her head, right? It's, it's just so strange how it affects Where
4: Where did you get it? Uh, uh, I, I
2: went to uh, St. John's Ascension. Uh, oh, St. John's uh, Ascension. Yeah, all the way. So interestingly enough, um... It was, there, there was like six chairs in the room, right? But there was only two of us there. Four of them were empty, but they said they're they're all like booked up, and people are like coming in from like out of state to to get these things, and they're traveling from like like Toledo or, or places like that. Um, and there's just, even though there was four empty chairs there, they were they were like booked up. People just didn't show up. I guess maybe they found one closer to home or whatever. Oh, but um, but they said like they're like. It's just there's a ton of demand right now. There's a huge wait to to get it, and like you get it when you get it, you don't really have a choice. It's like you either get it on this day or because you guys get it within ten days. If you don't get it within ten days, there's no point getting it. So, um, what is it
3: supposed to do? Like, did they tell you like how it it works?
2: So they told the way he was explained to me. It's basically not that dissimilar to a booster shot. It's kind of it's kind of the same thing. It's Again, this is just how it was explained to me. Just more antibodies. That's basically what it is. So I, I now can't I can't get the booster. Not that I not that it's approved yet. But if when it does get approved, uh, I won't be able to get it for three months from now. Um, so because that that what I just got is basically equivalent to a to a booster shot, um, and. I'm
3: trying to think what else. Yeah, no. They so pump we were just you full of antibodies just to get this infection, so you have a better chance of uh, easier time fighting yeah. off the infection.
2: Right. Exactly. We we're talking about you know the hospital and and how they are, and and she she was saying from her you know the, the, the nurse there from her vantage point, um, it does appear that the, that the delta variant, which I, I assume is what I have, who who the hell knows. Um, it's just way more contagious than the other one but it's way it's not as deadly is 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 what like from her her vantage point right Mm -hmm. like because i could like clearly if you could you get the vaccine you can still spread it so like everyone is going to spread it everyone's going to going to get it but it's just like not as deadly a strain um if it's being passed from vaccine vaccinated person to vaccinated person um she said everyone in their icu is is non-vax you've been hearing that that's that you have been hearing that across the board from hospitals around the country um but uh, she said they're not at their hospitals, not at capacity. They're not full. They're, it's not as it's not like it was a few months ago. Um, but she did say you can pretty much like just predict it. Like when certain events happen, like, for example, back to school or, for example, she said, like prom was like a big thing. Right. Like prom or spring break, she said, like, like three weeks later. Right, you could two weeks later you get all all the cases.
4: I wonder how all the people remember that when the lake at the Ozarks. When when was that? Was that for? Ah, uh, that was July. That, that was like I was like last. Yeah, I was last. Was that twenty? Or was that? Yeah, that was last was summer. summer. 20, was yeah, last summer yeah, last summer. yeah. Uh, just one thing. I mean, uh, you know what what Lisa's seen uh, repeatedly is you know you you get sick initially, and then you know you kind of feel better. And yeah. then it's that second wave, like after three or four days that it just,
0: yeah. you know, if
4: you're going to get it bad, that's, you know, that's when you yeah. get it. So and so, it deceives people because you feel better and then it comes up and kicks you aside yeah. the head. So. Yeah.
2: So there are some people asking in the chat um, if you have certain risk factors, for example, so I have asthma, if you have like asthma, if you have like high blood pressure, diabetes, it, it, it's a, it's a menu, right? Just pick anything on the menu. And if you have any of those risk factors, you are eligible for this treatment, but you can only get it within 10 days. If you're not going of showing symptoms. And if you're not going to get it then, then, there, then you, you're, you're not, you, you can't get no it. Point. So there's no point. So um, that's basically that. Uh, I kind of feel like how I'm at, how I am now is how I'm going to be uh, for a while. Um, interestingly enough, Joel, there, so there's one other guy with me yesterday, and we were we got to talking, and small world, his his niece works is like pretty high up at the Richmond Federal Reserve, so I got the inside scoop at, at what's going on with with all the and she's she, he confirmed to me you know what Powell's doing he confirmed that the printers are still on <laughs> are the Police printers never be- going off. <laughs> Do
3: you the know printers what kind? Are still on. They're they're hot. Those Do you know what kind
4: of printers Do you should ask or what kind of printers they use? Because uh-huh. like, HP, HP. Oh HP. well, then we gotta yeah. buy that. We gotta buy that stock. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Never
3: even realized. Look at that HPQ with the print, but the printing HP. press is supposed to slow. So that would be bad for HP if it does eventually slow. Yeah, I don't it, think it's from so what hard.
2: he was telling me, like his niece has like is on track to like one day be like the president of the Richmond Fed is what he was saying. So good for her, but a uh, small world. Um, yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, let's, Did let's you tell let's her we go. use pump and Powell? No, I I didn't want to be like I didn't I, I was gonna say like so about those like. You know insider buys, but I. I, I, I
4: didn't, <laughs> what do you, you been buying lately? Yeah, what are you buying? I, I what do
2: you like? Say. What stocks do you like? Uh, I, I, I didn't say. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I thought about it. All I was right. like, uh, we're, we're stuck here. I've got needle. A needle in needle on my arm. He's got a needle in his arm. We can't actually move. I I don't want to. The awkwardness would be too much. So I just I just left. It at, I left, left it. Left I, it I, I left it at that. Um, anyway, it's eight thirty here. Do we want to talk? Um, uh, ATT, Verizon from yesterday, yes. T-Mobile yes T-Mobile too I don't know if you saw that yeah
3: throw them all in the same boat okay so here you've got we've talked about this for years these are businesses that are cash cows that are not growing AT&T and Verizon especially throw T-Mobile in the mix as well because it's falling right along with them but especially in the case of AT&T and Verizon I mean, you can see this little nice AT and T seven point nine seven percent dividend, but we know that is going to get cut. They've already said that's that's to cut. I'm not sure the date that's getting cut, but that dividend is going down. Um, correct, Spencer? Like, I mean, they said it, they announced it. It's still showing yeah, a seven point nine seven percent yield. That was months ago, I thought. Yeah, I believe like that maybe the next quarter dividend is going to be less. I'm not sure, but eventually it is going down. I don't know if they've announced when it's actually going to go down, but so. But these are dividend plays. These are plays that people are going into because they're getting paid five, four five, six percent. Some people see eight percent, but they're not going to be getting that on AT and T soon. It's going to go down. So, say you're getting four and a half, five percent on these. Do you really want to own stocks that aren't growing and they're just going to pay you four and a half, five percent in an inflationary environment? No. It's the same reason that I don't want to own bonds. Right now, the same reason that I said TLT is in trouble at a 151, it's 141 now, three weeks later. But I think TLT is still in a world of pain here because I can't see who wants to come out and put their money in for you know a one and a half percent or a two percent yield, tying it up for that long. So you, what you're seeing is an inflationary trade here, hit AT and T and Verizon as well. Money managers reallocating capital, saying if we're gonna have you know inflation sticks around for a bit. In these two stocks, I'm actually losing to inflation. So um, I've had multiple people ask, you know, is AT&T a buy? Is stocks getting so cheap? I would say you have a huge level of 26. The level of all levels is 26. Will it bounce? And the w- reason I'm saying that is I would guarantee if I go and look at my book, which I can do right now, it's probably some huge size there. But you had a low back in March. We're, we're challenging the COVID low March of 2608. We're challenging that right now as we speak, we're 2607. The reason I feel that the path of least resistance is lower for AT&T is the fundamental macro environment that we're in, inflationary environment. You don't want to own dividend stuff either. You don't want to own high growth tech. You don't want dividend stuff that's dependent on that because those dividends are less attractive if interest rates do start going up. And I think that's what the market's telling you. They are anticipating that eventually you might see higher rates. So I would be a seller of all rallies in AT&T and Verizon. Um, and those are horrible charts for the last two days.
4: Yeah, I mean, the monthlies are all you really need to see, right? I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven down months in a row. I don't know when the last time it's had that uh that kind of um i mean it's had some up and down and up and down but now without you know that stealth dividend i mean the dividend players are you know are you know they're not in there supporting it to two or three weeks uh before um uh, they did that complicated deal and i still I went on under... dividend
3: two last week joel yeah i think they did i remember if i've the sheets from last week and then kramer
4: was just ruthless on this stock they
3: did they went ex dividend last week isn't that amazing trade and you know something that we we have talked about obviously on the show is you know that after these things go ex-dividend there's weakness they went ex-dividend i believe last wednesday so you're looking like thursday starts to take it out friday saturday like that's unbelievable you know that how consistent that trade is that they're very weak after going ex-dividend because nobody getting paid for another 90 days so if you were short planning on shorting the stock, you're probably not gonna do it the day before it goes X dividend because you don't want to pony out that money, but you wait till the day after. Yeah. Again, sometimes the stock falls by that amount, but a lot of times it doesn't. You know, Then you don't have to worry about the dividend for another 90 days. So amazing that you know we see this huge fall a couple of days after it goes X dividend Not a coincidence.
4: Interesting, interesting.
3: So I, I don't know, what are your thoughts here? Do you own any of these, Joel?
4: Yeah, I bought some tea right before they cut the dividend.
3: Oh, he well, didn't sell it then. You had no. a chance. It never went down that much after they announced. No, it. I know. I'm you know. sticking with it. Yeah. Joel buy once he buys, he never. I don't know if Joel has a sell button. Yeah, I so don't know. I wish do you I do have on a this sell one. button on your on your computer. Uh, you never hear much about Joel selling except Bitcoin no. at the top. Bitcoin no, at the top I, I and, and sell. GME you at know. the top.
2: Well, no, no, that's not true. He does have a sell. He's just not allowed to use it. He's yeah, just not allowed to use yeah. it. He has yeah. put the
3: business plan together to be able. To. Yeah,
4: he's got to put. The, he's got to tell. Hasn't been talking. much about talk about Peloton oh, in the, the house lately, though. It's been kind of. Joel's
3: the only one actively cheering against his book on that one. Is. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, he what about that right upgrade?
4: And, uh, yeah, I still have money in it from like thirty-five or forty. That was the little extra we bought, I don't believe, it. I don't even know if the prints it on there. Got one
3: hundred and seventy-one dollars. When your stock goes from 20 to $171 in a year, sometimes it's good at least to take your cost basis out. Yeah,
4: yeah, At
3: least lighten up a little bit. But I mean, you know, some stocks continue to go up and you get these winners that are thousands and thousands of percent. I believe Chris Camilo is still with you. I believe he hasn't sold any of his Peloton either. I've seen him tweet. We should get Chris back on the show, but I've seen him tweet the other day. So you got somebody with you, sticking with it, Joel. He's he says it's going to be a zero. It's going to be like a thousand dollars, and he's sticking with it. So. I,
2: I, I, let's find out if our guest has a Peloton. Michael Pachter, uh, senior analyst at, at White Bush. Uh let, Let's bring him on now. I'm curious if Michael has himself a Peloton. I would I, say no. You would say I feel like he does. I don't know. Well, I he, he might. No. Michael Pactor, good morning, sir. Do you have a Peloton?
5: Good morning. I, I don't know where my screen went. I know I'm here, but I, I don't know. Is it in? I can't find you guys. All right. Well, we see you. Oh, there you are. You? Yeah. Do, do you have yeah. a Peloton, sir? I do. It's gathering dust, but I do only- <laughs> <laughs> They all gather dust. All but, gather dust now. Talk about, about- dust, d- December 2019. So my wife bought it because I had pre-COVID chubbiness, yeah. and that's ballooned into post-COVID lots of fat.
1: And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
3: At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland. Intelligent content solutions for innovators
5: everywhere at highland.com.
2: So you're like the rest of them. Your Peloton was once, was once the thing and now it's just kind of chilling
5: yeah i've got a problem i have a problem with the seat it's probably just uh but i'm not very comfortable on it 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 just it gets sore i can't figure it out one of these days i'll figure it out
2: or 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 not (laughs) okay michael uh let's talk to you about some areas of 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 your coverage some of the stocks in in your universe have been uh pretty wild of late um i guess we should start i want to start with some of these publishers here because they were so beaten down and then they, a, a couple of these have caught a bid recently. Uh, these these video game stocks, at least last last I had checked. So, uh, what's going on here?
5: Um, we saw this in 2018. Um, same exact thing. They they over indexed. Uh, a bunch of generalists piled into them because um, anybody measured against one of the. The big tech indexes, or or against the S and P 500, had to own the stuff that was moving the needle. And back in 18, exactly the same thing happened. People got all psyched uh, about streaming and about esports. And streaming's a real thing. Esports is not. Um, that trade unwound all at once, and they all got crushed in mid 2018. Um. So we had the same thing happen in 2020. Everybody started to look for the the stay-at-home or COVID trade. Um, anybody who benefited, so as you said, Peloton um, and games for sure benefited. I think that perversely, um, the console publishers probably moved even more than they should have. The the beneficiaries of the COVID trade turned out to be mobile. Mobile gaming companies. Um, so Zynga is the one that jumped out as the one that moved up the most and down the most. Um, Zynga is back to pre-COVID levels, which is crazy because they minted money during COVID. Uh, but you know, shelter in place, uh, you you obviously weren't getting in the car, you weren't grooming, you know, combing your hair, getting getting a, a nice clean shirt on uh, before before the workday. So we all had a couple hours a day extra to entertain ourselves, and You know, that added literally about uh, 20% to our entertainment time available. And so if you were a gamer before, you were gaming 20% more. And so they all ripped because people really did engage 20% more. The reason I said mobile benefits more than console, um, console games largely are paid for experiences. You pay 60 bucks. Play as much as you want. Um, sort of like Netflix. I mean, you join Netflix, you don't pay more if you consume more. Um, mobile games, you do pay more if you yeah. consume more. They're they're pay as you go in app purchase. So if you were playing ten hours a week and spending ten dollars a week, and you start playing twelve hours, you're spending twelve dollars. So right. you know the guys like Zynga really benefited Activision a lot. Um, EA take two less, and I think as those trades unwound and the stocks all sold off. People started looking at, you know, which guys really aren't that, weren't that benefited and really aren't as bad as we think. And Take-Two's the one that's rallied the most in the last few weeks. Um, it's It hasn't come all the way back, but it's come about halfway back. is still in the dumps. They had a sexual harassment scandal and fired a bunch of yeah. people and uh, lingering problems. EA delayed a big game and then early beta, early testing of the game. It looks pretty bad. Um, So those have kind of stayed down. Zynga is the one I don't get. Zynga is a a real company, real revenue, real profit, um, excellent management team. They missed on a guide for the first time since the current CEO got there five years ago. And the street's written the guy off as if he's completely unreliable, which I think is, is dumb. So that's my favorite of that group. What's your target on Zynga? Oh, gosh, I want to say 15. If I'm off, I'm off by 50 cents, but the stock's in the sevens. So I, and for real, I think that's a real target. I think that that company doubles in a year. So my favorite by a lot. What, what about some of these
2: other ones, um, Michael, that have just gotten absolutely hammered, like like skills, for example, right? Skills, yeah, skills,
5: skills the, the problem with skills is that the business model is still evolving and so the Skills Guys created a an esports platform so you, you can wager against other people and bet on yourself. So you can say, I'm gonna enter a tournament, you know, just like you you we play golf and play skins. Um, so you enter a game tournament, they provide a level playing field, privacy, security, ensure that your your account is your account and you get your money and you don't cheat. And the, the model is actually pretty smart. But Skills figured, since we bring the audience to the platform, we're going to keep 75% of the revenue. And instead of, like, Apple, 30%. Um, and at 75%, they're not attracting any games that have big audiences. So they don't have any household-named you know, games like Candy Crush on there. And that means they have a small audience. So the Shorts believed they're never going to grow. And if they persist with this model where, where they bring the audience and they hope that some big game shows up, the shorts are probably right. Um, my belief is that a big game, Words of Friends, that doesn't monetize at all is going to show up on the platform. And if Words with Friends showed up on the skills platform, skills revenue would go up something like 4 to 6x um, if they shifted to giving Words with Friends 70% of the revenue and they kept 30 and if they were to um, shift the the rake from 20% to 10. So Candy Crush, their revenues would literally go up 100x. I mean, it's crazy how much a, a big game could move the needle. And I think it's only a matter of time before that happens. But again, investors are skeptical until they see it. I also think the the company messed up by doing a SPAC out of the gate. Um, investors have d- determined that SPACs are bad, so they just hate them. And they're kind of bidding down anything that was a SPAC. So, Again, I, I actually like this this business a lot. Um, I, I, I joke with investors, 50, 80% of drivers think they're above average, 99.9% of gamers think they're above average. And I'm not kidding. Anybody who calls themselves a gamer has a game that they think they're better than average at, or they wouldn't keep coming back. So I really believe this is 99%. And if you get a chance, just like golf, to play against your friends for a dollar a hole, you're going to play a dollar a match in Words of Friends, and you really are. Uh, so I think that this has unlimited potential, but they need to, to attract one of those types of games. They recently signed up Trivia Crack, which was kind of a big game you know, a year or so ago. Maybe that'll bring an audience, but I think that the inflection point is going to be when a game like Candy Crush or Words of Friends shows up on the platform.
4: We're on the line with uh, Michael Pachter from Wedbush Securities. Uh, you, you briefly mentioned uh, the Apple ruling in the App Store. Uh, do you see any you know, real uh, benefits and any particular issues from this? It seems like Apple's been getting hit for weather reasons, tech stocks or whatever. Is there anybody that they're going to see you know, something in the next quarter or two that's going to flow right down to the, the bottom line?
5: Quarter or two, no. Um, I, I, I'm a minority of one, and uh, but I'm I'm like Neo in the Matrix here. Um, I see uh, exactly what's going to happen with Apple and Epic, and I'm kind of shocked that nobody else has figured this out. Um, Apple lost, and they're going to lose. Uh, the reason it's not going to be the next quarter or two, the judge enjoined them permanently from blocking any developers attempts to divert traffic to a different store away from the app store. What that means is if, if you are Candy Crush, let's say and you make the Candy Crush store, instead of giving 30% of your sales to Apple, if you can divert that traffic to the Candy Crush store, you keep 100 percent So it's worth literally you know an incremental 40% profitability to activism 50 or 60% profit. Um, so they're going to do it. And the judge the judge gave them till December 10th Apple just this week appealed and asked if uh, they could have a you know the injunction stayed until all appeals are exhausted i don't think that's going to happen i think that the appeals court's going to say you want six more months to make sure you do it right okay but we're not going to give you unlimited time Uh, but we have to see what the what the appeals court says first Um, realistically the take rate's going to drop from 30 to something lower and the reason i say something lower and not a fixed number apple has to create a trade-off for any publisher or developer between spending the effort and the money to build out their own store and just going with Apple, just like AWS does. They price low enough so that Netflix doesn't stream its own movies through its own cloud. They'll have to; they use the Amazon cloud. So I think that Apple will drop the rate probably to 20% for anybody who signs up for 10 years and, and commits not to competing with them. And if that drops 10%, then Zynga goes from 70% gross margin to 80% overnight. Mm -hmm. Um, So that thousand basis points drops the bottom line and Zynga profits go from 25% uh, EBITDA margin to 35% overnight. So if you see a 40% increase, yeah, if it was 35 over 25, a 40% increase in profitability, you should at least see a 40% increase in share price, which is why I've got Zynga at a price target of $15 in 12 months. I think you see this in the next year. I don't think you see this in the next quarter.
2: What What about Netflix here, Michael? Um, how bullish? I mean, how bullish bearish are you on on them getting into gaming? Uh,
5: you know, I I was reading about Elon Musk poking Jeff Bezos in the eye because he's worth more than Bezos, and it, and when I read it, I was shocked and I scratched my head and I'm like. One guy's built the biggest retailer in the world that's going to last for a for thousand years and the other guy's built an electric car that's being emulated by GM and Ford and Mercedes and Porsche. Um, same thing with Netflix. Uh, they're being rewarded for being first and they deserve massive props for being first. Competition is going to erode their competitive advantage by a lot. Um, they are never going to get Disney content. They're never going to get Comcast, NBC Universal content. They're never going to get you know, CBS content. So sure. There'll be a squid game, you know, in, in six months, there'll be another thing we're talking about. Uh, raise your hand if you've seen squid game. Cause I haven't, um, but on my the, list, it's on
2: my list. It's on my list. Yeah.
5: It's not on my, I haven't yet. I'm waiting for somebody to tell me it's good. I've heard plenty of people say they saw it, but most said they don't get it. Look, they're, they're real. They have a first mover advantage. They've got the biggest audience. They're not going to grow as fast as the other guys. They will be everybody's first streaming choice, but guess what, 200 million people already made that call. Um, They're not gonna grow like the other guys, and they're gonna have to rely on cord cutting to continue growth. I don't see how their content purchase um, strategy improves at all because they've gotta replace this year's Squid Game with next year's Squid Game. They gotta keep building content to keep the audience. So I think the stock's overvalued by, you know it's about double what it's worth and I think investors are fools for piling into the first mover as if they just discovered something. But again, well, valuable company just not worth what it's trading at.
2: I mean, you know, it's not they're not diversifying, right? They're getting Pardon? they're getting into gaming, right? They're, they're oh, the
5: gaming thing is. I mean, the gaming thing is overdue, and um, they des- they deserve <laughs> some credit for having a, a sound strategy to get into gaming. But, you know, I've covered the sector for 21 years, the game sector. Um, I can name eight companies that went bankrupt in that 21 years. There's literally about five uh, publishers left and about, you know, a a dozen really good mobile companies left. And um, it's hard. So, you know, it's not like you just say, I'm in gaming, here I am. It's like saying you're going to build a new movie studio, which Relativity Media did. And went bankrupt a few years later it's really hard to build a game studio and um they don't they they hired this mike fordue guy who's very capable you know from facebook but his last game was in the 1990s he's not going to develop anything Um, they bought a dinky little studio which has made game no one's heard of bfd um if they want to get in this business they're gonna have to spend billions and billions and billions of dollars and they don't generate billions of dollars they sure they have stock as currency so they can dilute themselves into the business but it is really hard. I would say Netflix's chance of getting into gaming successfully is nil for the next five years it's they have a chance in 10 and you know, look at how hard it was for them to get into streaming They started in 07 and please don't tell me you thought Lily Hammer or Hemlock Grove were great shows that was their first couple. Um, the ones that the first show that they owned that was a success was stranger things. So, the, it, which took them literally ten years. Uh, so, I'd say in ten years, let's talk in ten years, I'll be retired. Uh, but, but <laughs> I don't see how they're going to succeed in gaming for at least five.
2: Okay, Michael Pactor, not pulling any punches this morning on pre-market prep. Uh, Michael Pactor, senior analyst in Wedbush Securities. Um, thanks for coming on today. Always giving us your 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 opinions, what you like, what you don't like, we appreciate it. So thanks a lot, Michael. My pleasure. All right, yeah, yeah. I thought he maybe he might change his tune on Netflix. I don't know why I thought that, but uh, he he is he's still pounding the table, still as skeptical as ever on Netflix. Okay, um, what else was on our list to discuss, guys? Do you want to do the the fast and all? Um the sure. we'll
3: start of earnings season fast and all the nuts and bolts of the market officially kicks it off here. FAST.
2: Yeah. Uh earnings out this morning. Uh EPS in line of 42 cents. Sales. We'll call it in line. It was a slight beat, right? 1.55 versus 1.54 billion dollars. So how's the stock doing? It's
3: kind of hanging out. Not a lot yeah. happening here. It got hit. It's coming back a little bit. I mean, part of this, you know, obviously. With, you know, you got to look at what the housing builders This is a direct correlation, I think, with Fastenal as well. If you like your relationships, there's definitely a relationship between home builders and Fastenal too. Home builders been coming down. I mean, we know the, the costs of building are, are up a little bit. That's obviously going to impact people's decisions to build homes, Fastenals, and everything else as well. It's not just obviously nuts and bolts of your home. It's nuts and bolts in your car. It's nuts and bolts in basically everything that's out there. I love the company um it's had an incredible run here over a number of years on any significant pullback i'd be a buyer of fast because there's just you know, no other place like this is this is the nuts and bolts so i think they're in everything i still love the company i'd be a buyer on a significant pullback
4: uh and I'll just give you the flip side here. It's it's popped its head over 53 just a couple times over the last few sessions and then just kind of faded. So uh, I'll give you 53.35 is the number on the upside that splits a couple highs. So you get above there, work your way toward 54. But again, gotten over 53 three times in the last two weeks, and they've hit it pretty good. So four-star number, 53.35, fast enough
2: one time on CureVac real fast. That's your big loser of the day. CVAC. They are pivoting away from their COVID vaccine. And they're going into, uh, they're going to refocus that and they're going to develop a second generation MRNA vaccine candidate in collaboration with uh, GSK. They're withdrawing their first generation vaccine from the uh, approval, FDA approval process here. So, and that's your big loser of the day. They're basically saying, Ah, eh, we're not going to make make it this time around
3: approaching a new all-time low stocks making new all-time lows you gotta go that's my opinion means uh
4: yep 36 if you've been waiting to buy it at its all-time low you might hit 36 in the pre-market Big currently charting 3680 that's that's the only level we can give you bottom of yesterday's range way 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 i
3: don't think it holds no Nope. They might they might but I'm not or if it, I'm maybe that if night. they
4: pound it down through 36 down to 34 and a half and then bring it back up but right now I kind of cut it it after the initial thrashing it looks like it's caught a little bid here now trading 3744 so I think the bids will you'll, you'll see some bids ahead of that pre-market low but that's the only number you got S&P's they kicked up to 4365 and uh Backed off ten points, so a lot of a lot of uh, lot of action here. Big range, big range, a fifty-point range so far. Big range,
3: big range. I, do you think that? Um, do you think the high and the low of the day are in, Joel? Inside day Ooh, from where we are now.
4: Oh, we're only nine points away we're from the, the high. So tell you, I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh, I, if I see four inside days in a row again. I did right here. One, two, three, four inside days in a row. And then this is the day that I took off and didn't do any trading. We ever see four inside days in a row and again, and we get a move out of that range. And, I think. Wow. I, four I think I'm
3: looking at it here like 50%, you know, break down all yeah. the 50% moves. You got the 50% original move. <laughs> and what I'm talking is the bounce. Now you get a 50% of the retracement, this little move that we just had in the last four days. So, and that would come in if we grab the low. You know, of the day going back to, I don't know, this Tuesday, Wednesday of last week, 4.30, 4.27, up to 4.41 of the 14-point rally and SPY. Take seven away from that. You're kind of right now. So I think it's... you should find some support probably yesterday's low maybe 434 62 434 yeah i think you got some buyers in here some people who maybe miss buying the dip when we had those four or five days that'll probably come in again it's stock selection though here too i would be buying if on a short-term basis i'd be buying more commodity-based trades um uh cleveland close. i tried to buy more yesterday i actually missed it by a nickel which i just had my order out there and then i moved on and i was like i missed up by a nickel which sucks um and then it blasted off at point from there U.S. Steel, um, again, I think that one's beat up too. So I'm just looking at two steel stocks there. Um, I was trying to buy some lumber stocks too. I like WIRE, WY. I like that too. um, But I had a big move yesterday. But those are to pull back with, you know, if we get a little pullback here today, those are the kind of stocks I'd probably be looking at. Not looking at tech stocks right now.
2: Let's do some ticker time. Drop some tickers in the chat. And
3: I'm you know super-
4: what I am gonna let you guys handle that um <gasps> i have I have a roofer here, and you have a uh, roofer are you leaking uh your leaky roof I had a leaky I, I i was worried about my my roof, so I got all these quotes on my roof, and then I had a leak in my basement but oh, I heard my, i my roof is 20 years old, and they're up there throwing some stuff around. I haven't talked to them yet. Oh, so.
3: Go out there and I better go. Guy. I'll let
4: you guys do it. We'll be end. back
3: on pre market prep. Yeah,
4: for the, the real ticker time, time at nine uh, o'clock. I'll be there. You guys join me, pre market prep.com for pre market prep. Plus, we're going to cover a lot of symbols. All
2: right.
3: Okay. Let's Lots of do, symbols coming our way. Uh, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do yeah. try to do one every 30 seconds. Let's try to do five here. In the next. All season. right. Go.
2: Um, uh, uh, you get them fast.
3: Boom. I boom, know.
2: Boom. Uh, so far, Costco. Costco. Costco,
3: C O S T. I'm assuming it's up near the all-time highs. It's not too far off. Fantastic company. Every time it pulls back, it's a buy. Probably not any similar. 440, huge support. Next.
2: Okay. Next. Oh, we're going quick. We're going quick, guys. Just anything. First us anything. US Steel. US oh, Steel. I just did just, that one. US Steel. One. I like
3: the steel companies. I'd be a buyer okay. on pullbacks here. I'd actually be a buyer of this thing right now. That's just my opinion.
2: Ooh, I ERJ, E E R J. That's an interesting one.
3: What? What stock? ERJ. I haven't looked at that one in a long time. I know. ADR. Oh, breaking out. I don't know. What's not to like when stocks are making new highs, except that we're in this environment where breakouts haven't been working.
2: <laughs> uh, I like the
3: pullbacks better.
2: You just said that. Pay trades. Right? <laughs> you just, you just said that off the top bad. of the show. Uh PayPal?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna get way more than five and I'm fast at this. Payway PYPL, um uh, trading up a buck thirty. I don't know if there's a headline here or not. Stocks been out of favor for the last few weeks. I don't know if FinTech. Tech's not in favor. It's not the kind of stock I want to be buying right now.
2: Oh, tan. What about tan? We haven't talked solar in a while. Solar
3: looked good. Solar has been looking good. And I like solar. And we know I've liked solar for a long time. I still have my long-term position in Sun Power, even though I sold the trade, which obviously I shouldn't have, because if it pulled back, I should have rebought it. I wouldn't have been back in it again. Like first solar, like Sun Power, like the tan. I'd be a buyer of pullbacks.
2: How about Chipotle?
3: Now, the valuation's crazy, and the stock looks like it's ready to break down. I've never, but I've been wrong on Chipotle for decades. So <laughs> if that's possible, I know, I out there, man, I feel like no. I'm always wrong on Chipotle. So, but you know what? That chart looks heavy to me. It looks like it's ready to fall off a cliff. I don't like it. This is all just my opinion.
2: Here's one I haven't pulled up in a long time. This is an old favorite, say We, I think we've all made money on this one in Seago. Have you we were in C- this
3: cuz of Kolb. everybody I know. Everybody, the and and, and, then all, and then we all got office. out like,
2: This is the way to play 5G and Santiago
3: and, and and Cole would like pound that in all our heads and the entire Benzing office just got sick of hearing it so we had to buy it And we all Colb got was in all, all over it, though he was we right We all got out We all got out He was right He was right He, was right. he gave this to me originally Matt Kolb. follow him on Twitter put his tweet, Twitter Twitter oh, handle gosh, up there. put, put his Twitter handle or at least in the chat there follow yeah, him Matt's a I'll, great guy Follow him on Twitter But anyway he gave this to me at a buck 30 so, it was a really good one. I sold some at 5, I sold some at 7, I sold probably all out of it by 10. I ended up going over $20 a share, 21.93. I think the story has cooled off significantly here. It's oversold, I will say that much. You know, where we've been straight down here for a while, it's oversold. Um is it due for a bounce? I think it could have a bounce here sometime, but the chart is not looking that great uh msu mac m-a-k yeah, i, I put is. it in I,
2: oh. I put it in the chat it's msu M-S-S-U. he's longer
3: term he's a longer term yeah. investment guy but he gives some great long-term ideas oh man yeah that was one we haven't talked about i think
2: i sold that at like 13 or 14 i don't remember when honestly i bought at like oh, you did
3: better than i did i sold way sooner than that
2: yeah yeah uh, that was uh that was uh anyway okay uh one, one, more, or two one more. more one or two more okay uh ta-ta-ta. I saw one. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Carnival. Carnival. CCL.
3: Cruise lines. eh? Yep. cruise lines, airlines. If I had to pick, I'd rather have the cruise lines than the airlines. But with that being said, you know what? Oh, you've got the pullback of the reopening trade starts. You got a nice little dip here to buy. I could get talked into it. I could get <laughs> talked into the cruise lines here. Again, I'm not, I'm not sure it's a stock I want right now, but if the reopening trade starts to get some life going again. The cruise lines I like better than the airlines. One All more right. last one.
2: One more last one. Make a good Uh, one. Make it a good one. There's like 50 to choose from. Do, Do you want to look at like devin energy i don't know do you want to look at yeah, somebody
3: just paid we're gonna go stm because somebody just gave oh, 20 bucks so what? they get they jump right to the top i don't of the even queue i don't even that see, see
2: that one. Oh yeah they get there. right STEM? to the top
3: of the queue for that one STEM. blue collar
2: lifestyle stem okay
3: oh, man trend is not your friend here at all you have a huge level because it got down back in august to about 2106 you got down recently to 2053 i'll call the sloppy double bottom so, as long as that holds, you can take a shot. This thing goes under 20. I want no part of it, though. So, you got to be careful. You don't want to see this thing under 20 bucks. Is this a SPAC before, too? I, I think it was. I'm
2: looking right now. It, I, it, it, it I'm looks not like... sure if
3: it was, but I think it was. And I'm just, I, I again, I know Pat Michael Pactor just said it. I haven't been a fan of a lot of the SPACs either, but it's got to hold above 20. If you're in it, you don't want to see this thing below 20. I'd bail if it's below 20. Was it just a spec? Opinion.
2: Was it a spec? I don't actually. I don't know if it was. It kind of looked no, specy when I went no, out for the long-term shirt. I don't think this was. I'm looking Mitch... at the
3: November was 97965, just I don't hanging think this over. Was
2: this was not a spec.
3: Mitch, Mitch, no. I don't think
2: so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. No. no. no.
3: Yeah. Cool. Okay. All
2: right. All right, guys. We did some round robin. That was fun. Um, as a reminder, this Saturday you get three and a half hours with Dennis, Angel, and, and Rod Friesen. There's we're
3: answering questions too. So the way it's gonna go, we all got segments. I have two 30-minute segments where I'm gonna be talking about relationship trading. I'll be talking risk arbitrage, I'll be talking you know, market neutral trade, different strategies, yeah. you know, that, that I talk about a lot on the show. And uh then we're going to be doing QA as we go along too. So even when somebody else is presenting, if you got questions going, we're answering them live as well. So we'll be doing a little bit of QA. We're doing, you know, and we're doing the QA at the end too. So there's gonna be a lot of information, It'll be a power three and a half hours. We added 30 minutes out of popular demand last time because we cut out and we didn't get to all the q and so we had an extra 30 minutes of Q&A this time.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right, Dennis, have a good rest of your day. Everyone, Uh, we, look, we, we made it through. It, it's been a wild morning for me, just like in terms of technology. I couldn't get my sound working for like an hour on, on this computer, but I, I promised I'd be on camera today. I, I, I lived up to that promise. Um, so once I get everything sorted out here, it'll be a little bit better, but, uh, we made it through a frazzled hour. Um, th- thank you, Jorge Patello. Appreciate that. Thanks to all the super chats, by the way. Uh, uh we appreciate that as always in, in chat. Uh, in this case, it was, uh, <laughs> let me go back there. Sorry. I'm got like. 10 different things going on. Blue Collar Lifestyle. Thank you, Blue Collar Lifestyle. Uh, Wait, Blue Collar Lifestyle says you're thinking about using margin? Oh, man. Okay, you know what? That's a... I have my own opinions, but that's a great question to to say for Saturday. Right? Because Dennis uses margin all the time. That's a great question for for him. Um, I've got my own thoughts about margin, um, but I don't actually use margin. So... Um, I'll, 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 I'll say that that's one you want to ask Dennis on Saturday. Cause he, he's a, he's a professional margin trader. That's what prop trading is basically, right? He's trading with the firm's capital. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's a good one for Dennis. Um, uh, but I, I don't, it's hard cause I don't know your risk tolerance. I, I don't know anything like that. Um, I, I, would say for, for beginners generally not, not the best idea is, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that, but, uh, Hey, everyone do me a solid and hit that like button for me, right? Because, hey, I'm back on camera. I'm home. It's almost like I'm, it's, it's last summer all over again, right? I'm doing this from my apartment. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, clearly I'm feeling okay. So thanks to all the well-wishers on, uh, on social media, um, and email, and everything. I appreciate it. I hope to be back in the office uh, potentially next week. Potentially. Uh, we'll see. Um, And, hey, by the way, guys, the end of this week is our Cannabis Capital Conference, right? BZcannabis.com. We're doing more than two full days. Uh, Here's what's going on. We have a virtual um, stream that's going to go tomorrow, tomorrow evening at, like, 4 o'clock, 4 or 5 o'clock. I think 5 o'clock. Into the evening, just virtual content. And then Thursday and Friday will be live from the venue um, at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square, uh, I'll, I won't be there. I'll be I'll be running it virtually, um, but we're going to be doing a lot of live stuff um, from the actual event. That's going to be all day Thursday and Friday. So, very very exciting. If you're in the area, you want to stop by. I, I I highly 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 recommend it. Um, BzCannabis.com. Again, uh, we are. Benzig was so early in 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 terms of recognizing that cannabis was going to be a thing in the capital markets we've been hosting these conferences for like five years now um we've been covering cannabis for like seven years or, or, or longer frankly um so um you know if you're into the space which which you know i am i've got you know i think what's my exposure i want to say like somewhere in the eight percent range it's nine percent range of my portfolio right uh, is cannabis stocks? Um, so you know, I, I'm in it to win it, I'm in it to win it, and we got a two full days, two and a half, really, uh, full days of content prepared for the rest of this week. So, very exciting stuff. Go to bzcannabis.com to learn more. Uh, please remember all the information from our showmen to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. I am gonna hop off, David Green will be live in around uh, 15 minutes or so. And that's going to be a wrap for, for me here. So, again, YouTube.com slash Benzinga. And I think that's all the housekeeping items I have. Yeah, tomorrow we'll have the, the graphics like we, like we always do. It'll be better. But today was just wild day. Wild day. Will there be free samples at the conference? Well, I, I don't know, to be honest. I don't want to say no. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume there may be some because it's legal in New York. So if there are any local companies that are that already have facilities in 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 New York, then why wouldn't they? It's not like that kind of a conference. It's more like a conference for investors. But I mean, in Miami, three years ago, we had we had samples of some stuff. So, yeah. I, I I think so. I mean, I, I don't know, but it would seem logical to think that there would be. I can't promise you they're going to be for samples, but yeah, there are a lot of companies that have manufacturing in New York. It's it's legal in New York, so in New York State. So yeah, I don't I don't really see why not. I don't really see why not. Honestly, um, yeah. Okay.
3: Now you're trying to get me to go, Spencer.
2: Yeah, I mean I I, I I don't I don't know if I, if I can promise anything, but well, I don't one thing know. I did hear though, I did hear that if you yeah. do get those free samples, you probably are gonna be wanting to stay right there at the Marriott, right? So you can just go right upstairs and drop it off. No, that's true. It's at a hotel. It's literally at a hotel. You don't even have to go anywhere. It's right there. Um so so yeah, I, I think samples is a reasonable and hey if there are no samples then sorry. <laughs> but, but um I think there might be anyway, okay. Booking a flight as we speak, Tiny Pie Media. Nice, nice Tiny Pie, just don't do yourself a favor, don't book Southwest. I hear they're having some problems.
0: Did you know nearly all stock price changes of ten percent or more result from a single news headline? That's right.